This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from Dallas Cowboys training camp in Oxnard, California. Prescott, hand off, Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And it is day six of Zeke Watch here at Cowboys training camp in Oxnard, California. Day number five of the Cowboys being in Oxnard, California for a full day. Day number four of practice. Day number two in pads. And day number one of Travis Frederick in pads. And day number one of the second Alfred Morris era of Dallas Cowboys football. Welcome to Talking Cowboys. That's quite an opening. That covered a few things anyway. That's a lot of math. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I knew there was a reason I brought this. Get your popcorn ready for this show. <laughs> oh, we brought props to the set today. I'm ready. Popcorn. Popcorn. I like it. Thank I appreciate you. that. Thank so, you, so Terrell. They just popped popcorn over here. They did. It in, smells great. In one of the tents. And uh, the fellow who popped the popcorn asked if I wanted any popcorn. And I yeah. said, no, it's too early See, in the morning. See, I brought you some. <laughs> there you go. Actually, this is from last night. Oh, okay. Very, All right. Actually, popcorn's better after it sits a while. Oh, okay, yeah. good. It's also day number one of a morning practice. Yeah. Yes. Okay, the first morning practice of this 2019 Cowboys training camp. So we, it's sort of like a pregame show here as the Cowboys will be on the practice field. It's technically uh, scheduled to start at 1045 Pacific time. J- Jason Garrett will be a little later today, 3 o'clock Central time, 1 o'clock uh, Pacific time. But there are a lot of Cowboys making the news right now. Yeah, it is kind of a, one of those days where a nice padded practice yesterday. We got to see some guys. I thought there was some really good efforts uh, by some young players. I thought the I saw a backup quarterback throw the ball a little bit better yesterday. Uh, some guys who were talking about maybe need to elevate their game kind of didn't elevate their game right out of the gate. So, yeah, it, it's there's a lot to get to, a lot of different storylines. And that's the great thing about training camp practice, though, is that you can – go from station to station and kind of pick out one or two things. I know yesterday I was talking about, oh, I was anxious to see Travis Frederick, and then we get to the press conference, and then Travis Frederick not practicing, but him going today. But I was really, really excited, though, about just overall those guys being on the field. You saw some good competition. We saw some one-on-one with the offensive and defensive line. We saw some seven-on-seven. We saw some receivers run some nice routes, make some plays down the field. Quarterbacks get him the ball. Good block, good you know, good blitzing. So again, a good overall day uh, to get started in camp. We should petition for them to have this practice in the morning instead of the afternoon, because then the rest of the day we have something tangible yeah. to talk about, to write about, instead of having to wait till five thirty or six o'clock, which is eight o'clock back home. Uh, the morning practice, I think, is good. Uh, I'm anxious to see Travis Frederick. We were yesterday yeah. until we found out that uh, they were going to give him a veteran day off. And the reason they did it that way is because they didn't want him practicing uh, two days in a row in pads the first time in a year. Uh, so they said, let's give him the veteran day off on Monday, practice him on Tuesday. It's a natural team day off on Wednesday, and then he gets a day to rest before they go back in pads on Thursday. Didn't want him in two pad practices in a row. So there was some uh, there was some uh, common sense to their decision to keep him out yesterday. Certainly made sense. Yeah, Joe Looney filled in nicely for him yesterday too. If you kind of take up Joe Looney did a nice job. I think you saw. I think you saw the the one-on-ones, right? One-on-ones sitting there watching it. I think you saw the overall strength of the offensive line even without Travis in there. I mean. I was waiting, and Rod Marinelli said a couple days ago, I want to see Tyron Smith put on the pads against Robert Quinn. And those one-on-ones, wow. round it, was, one. it was 77. It, yeah, round one, two, yeah, and three right went to – yeah. yeah, and I think Quinn got him once, but he had trouble staying on his feet against Tyron. And I, I thought the overall line was impressive. However, it's a deep defensive line rotation. They'll have their days, and there were some young defensive linemen. A couple rookies stood out to me, yeah. Daniel Wise and – Mickey, well, Dorrance Armstrong's the guy I'm say, watching Armstrong. as a second-year yeah, guy. Yeah, absolutely. But keep an eye on Jalen Jelks, too. I know he's running about well, third, you, yeah. third team right now, yeah. I think. But he's Mitch, he's Mitch long, H- he's rangy, he's got some quickness yeah, off Yeah, Mitch edge. Hyatt had a hard time. And Mitch yeah. Hyatt is a, an All-American tackle from, from Clemson. Clemson. you know, And he's out here. And then Jelks on the other side of the country out there in Oregon. But, yeah, long, lean. I like what you're saying, Rob. Ken, he really did a nice job of capturing that quarter. That's what you see, guys, and we know this is. It's guys like Wise, Jelks. 
if they if they're fighting in their weight class, I say this a lot. They're fighting in their weight class and they and they have some production. Then all of a sudden, you see them maybe get a rep or two with the twos or the ones to kind of see, okay, maybe we've got some. We saw it last year with Antoine Woods. Even though that Travis Frederick was compromised with the, the illness, still you started to see some things with, with Woods that, wait, he, he deserves an opportunity. Mickey Mickey saw this a long time ago. I think you ran into Jerry Jones about that. He said, hey, yeah. or Clancy Pendergast, or one of those coaches said, hey, that's my guy. Keep an eye on him. And, you know, sure enough, he found a way to make this football team. So the early impressions were, were very good. I like John V. Johnson catching the yep. ball, you know, over over the, t- the speed that he was able to double move that he was able to make on qu- on, on a Westry. I love the fact that, though, that we you got a ball with a – down the field with the Davis down there, you know him Reggie catching Davis. Reggie Davis adjusting on a ball against a quality cornerback, you know. Uh, with and the, by the way, that was Cooper Rush throwing that one ball, yeah, that to good pass over the top and, of Jordan Lewis. He, he yeah, he had a good day. And he had a you know real what? good day. Yeah, everybody was jumping on those guys in the OTAs. Oh, I and, was. And the Absolutely. Yeah, work. but everybody forgot. Maybe you didn't. No, but everybody forgot that when you get in the season, those guys don't get to play. They don't get much work in practice. And so now you go through a season without much work, maybe running the scout team, right? And then you go from January to May with no work. Right. And now all of a sudden, let's go play. Well, those guys aren't going to be sharp, especially the quarterback position. But the more he practiced, that last day in minicamp was really good, I thought. His best day. His best day. And then he started out here really good. Absolutely. So – uh, I think there's good start some for hope him. You're for right. Them. Yeah. And if you saw somebody just signed uh, a, a quarterback, somebody got hurt and they brought in a quarterback. Vincent Testaverde was signed by Tampa yes, Bay. Yes, and, and some guy <laughs> named Joe Callahan was signed. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. for the he folks out the there Packers that say, well, you better go out in free agency and get a guy, well, those are the guys that got signed. Yeah. So <laughs> it's slim pickings out there. Well, speaking of signings, though, the Alfred Moore signing. Yes. 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 Let's get to that. But, yeah. you know, I want to ask you guys a question if I could about Alfred Moore signing. Did, why, why did Brian Broadus, I'm talking in third person mm. here, why did Brian Broadus buy into Next Man Up and let's see the young guys participate? I got, why, an, why, I got an answer for you. The four guys they have here at running back, sure. their total NFL carries is six. Okay. For 16 yards. For 16 yards. And my guess is they're sitting there looking at this and they go, all right, we're going to give these guys a chance. Sure. But we better have an insurance policy. And he was on his way to New Orleans right. for an interview or right. a workout or workout, whatever, right. talk. And it's like, okay, if that's what you think you want to do, you better get him in here. It's probably not costing him a 1. dime. $1.2 million. Uh, okay, and, and so and that's where his base salary was last year San when Francisco, they signed him. Yeah. No, I mean when the cow the oh, last year with the Cowboys. Right. Last year for the San Francisco was seven hundred ninety thousand. Right. So he was basically playing on the veteran exception. They probably didn't give him a roster bonus. And that might be up to one point two. Yeah, I'm guessing yeah. up to mm-hmm. one point two because I bet they didn't give him a signing bonus. Right. Yeah, just worry about the guarantees too. Right. I mean, is he going to make the team? And yeah. I don't. I don't think that's guaranteed just because they signed him last night or will sign him and I don't think it's a a reflection on what these young guys have done so far they were just looking for insurance and thought you know last year when we started the season we started with a tight end group that had nine NFL catches nine it's like do we want to do that again we're going to start this season with wide receivers that don't have a heck of a lot of experience. Do we want to do that again? It, it wasn't yep. a message to Zeke no, to bring not Alfred at all. Morris in here. No, it's not like it's threatening. The well, time, the timing's interesting just because right after oh, it came out Cabo that he's going and to all Cabo. that. But Mickey makes a great point about New Orleans being interested in him. It, I will say this to Brian's point: when I first news first came out last night, surprised me. Because we just watched Tony Pollard run really well out there in practice. And I thought Mike Weber looked pretty good, too. Now it's one practice, and like you said, Darius Jackson has the entire regular season career carry total, and that was in one game against the Giants in Week 17 last year, so I get it. Um, but like Brian, I kind of expected maybe get, you know if this Zeke thing keeps going, at least go through the first game, see how these guys play against San Francisco. See, I bet Alfred Morris was on their short list, and in case somebody got hurt or whatever, and then when they saw that he's going to New Orleans, might sign there, they said, well, okay, we need to speed up the process on it. Plus, you go into camp, and you've got five running backs there. Okay? Right. Now, unexpectedly, one of them didn't show up for camp. Okay, So you've got a spot there where you've got reps available 
too. Will McClay, and, was, Will McClay was just on the radio and said basically the same thing. Every team, I think, you know, they've got five, six backs in camp. Competition, not guaranteed to stop progress. But you're right, Brian. I mean, those reps are going. Not as many are going to Tony Pollard now. Right. So or or Weber. Yeah, or Weber. Weber. If, or Darius we'll Jackson. And we'll Pollard, Pollard's going to get the, the the work no matter what. Weber's the one that I was kind of thinking now is him and Chun. Those right. guys are yeah. the ones that are not going to get as much work. And we'll work. see how much work he gets. And the yeah. other thing on this whole deal is it didn't cost him a roster spot because they had an opening because Zeke got put on, did not report. So that doesn't count against your 90. So they didn't have to cut anybody. In a Kellen Moore offense, how much are they going to be throwing to the running back? Well, they used the running back in the swing. Mm-hmm. You know, they used a him lot, as part of, yeah, exactly. I mean, look at one of the best plays they had out there yesterday was a nice little screen pass well, it's one that of the went biggest. off a, you know, Mickey and I were talking about it coming back from the dining hall. A lot of uh, a lot of moving parts on that swing, and they get Lyman out, and they get a, they get the back kind of sneaking out there. So, yeah, it's going to be screens. It's going to be swings. It so, can, might be that Texas route. Those things that mm-hmm. we've seen from Zeke before, they're going to figure out that Pollard can catch the football. Exactly. They're going to figure that out. And what's the biggest knock against Alfred Morris in his career? Can't catch the ball Can't out catch of the, the ball. backfield. Yep, and so it's, he's, he's just a guy that they bring in that they're familiar with. Great locker room guy. And he's insurance. And you basically know. knows the offense. Right. He knows the they're offense. They're not having to yeah. teach three other guys the offense. So. But, but I wonder though, like from an opportunity standpoint, could he have more opportunity in New Orleans, or is he he just wanted well, to be comfortable Ingram. here? Well, they lost you know. Ingram. Uh, he left, and yeah. so they, there's a need in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Um, his family currently lived. Mean, while he was in San Francisco, right. his family still stayed behind in Frisco and lived. Uh, as okay. with the so, rest of us, so, we love yeah. living in Dallas. Yeah. He loves living in Dallas. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. <laughs> you wouldn't love living in New Orleans? <laughs> I would myself. <laughs> I just, I just for felt, a month. I, may, I, I bought in to let the young guys play, and, and I, I appreciate your explanation. I really do. I know it was from somebody at the top of the food chain, so I appreciate your explanation. So it, it, but I was, I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, let's see, you know, let's see Jackson, and, and I understand the carries. Mm-hmm. Let's see Jackson. Let's see Pollard. Let's see Weber. Let's see Chun. You know, let's see these guys get work. Let's see that crazy goal line drill that they run in full pads where, yeah. you know, back's trying to bang it in there behind the line. You know, let's see that. That's what I wanted to see. And, I, and I, again, I don't, I don't think the reps are going to go from Pollard. I think the reps are going to go from Weber and Chun. Mm-hmm. But I, I – and, and you know what? The reps in, at the end of the day might even go from Jackson. Right. That I mean, it because might Pollard's it, already getting some first team reps. Pollard, Pollard's so, going to get reps no yeah. matter what. He doesn't need that many reps. Who? Alfred Morris. Then, 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 let's then, see. Let's now, see. Now, let's now see. I don't know why they signed him. Let's then. see. You I know, understand. they they want him ready, They're, right? Right. But I don't know and that like, he's going to get so many reps. He's not going to get Ezekiel Elliott reps, is what see, I'm I th- saying. I think that they had him. If, if the Zeke thing went on to the end of training camp, they had him. Well, Alfred well Morris, yeah, and and the and Alfred Morris was on their list. They that didn't okay, he, lose him. he's the guy that they would they would sign at the end of camp or whenever it got. Okay, we're two weeks out from the season. We need a guy just to make sure, just to cover ourselves here. And then when the Saints. Made a play for him. They said, "Well, we got to go ahead and get him now, and it doesn't cost us anything, you know." And and now we monitor. Okay, whose reps are is he taking? And maybe maybe they'll ease him in to where he's not taking that many reps from guys early. In and I think one reason you thought it would be next man up is because they have done that at yeah. certain spots on the sure. roster. Mickey mentioned tight end last year, which didn't work out. It, uh, not at receiver first. Receiver by committee. Receiver by committee. I was going there too. Now they. You know, they realized that wasn't working by midseason. Sure. Um, they've done it at safety, too. Xavier Woods, they've given him an opportunity, and now he's stepped into that spot. So they've they've tried to let young guys step in, but I'm with you. I mean, I was surprised at first. Let's just see how it shakes out, though. Look, next man up is good in theory, but it depends on who the next man is. Yeah, but we, it to Brian's, depends on but to Brian's point that we don't know yet. They're I mean, telling it, us they it, don't it need be, That's right, but now they've got a known quantity. And that doesn't mean he's automatically next man up. He's an insurance policy. Remember when Tony got hurt and everybody was saying they got to go sign a quarterback, got to go get whoever, Foles, whatever, and they just kind of stuck with it. And they had the $32 million man behind him. Yeah, who knew, right? (laughs) So sometimes – Are you sure? (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, there's times, Mick, where sometimes you argue, hey, let's just see what the young guys have. I know. I mean, that's, absolutely. That's, there is a, there's value but when in they're that. they're all young. Every one of them is young. So should the Cowboys be concerned at all that he that Zeke's going to Cabo to train? No, it's nice and hot there. Mm-hmm. As Doesn't ma- as a matter of fact, they shut down the town it, <laughs> it during the day at this time of year because it's so hot. Like the banks shut down. Everybody takes siesta. Hmm. Hmm. And you know, I'll take your word and, on that. that. <laughs> and when I and when I was and when I was there, I go, well, where does everybody go? Yeah. It's so hot. And they go, well, we try to get into the hotels. I don't like the idea. Yeah, I really don't. I'll, I'll admit it. I don't like the idea. I, I think that if you want Ezekiel Elliott, and he's got a lot of fans on his side anyway. If you, if, to me, stay in Frisco, train, be around, be visible that way. If that's what you want to do, if that's how you want to do it. I think going to Cabo is not necessarily the most ideal place. If you told me you were going to uh, Siberia or someplace like that where I feel like it would be harsh and brutal and tough. and Like Rocky uh, yeah, Four. Yeah, yeah, I'm training yeah. in the Amazon jungle. Get ready for Cabo. Well, yeah. that's, yeah. that's what Cabo is. Well, See, Cabo's got this idea it's a vacation uh, I spot. Mickey, I got it. Yeah, and, cause, cause of the and the agent has a place there to yeah, stay. But Zeke also takes all his friends down there with him. Well, I, I don't so know we need, about we that. We need to wait and see what TMZ comes up with down there. Well, I'm yeah, sure they've dispatched somebody. Well, mm-hmm. the bottom line from an organizational standpoint is it doesn't matter because he's dealing. the Cowboys are dealing with his agent, not Zeke. It's yeah. phone calls, whatever. It gets done. He gets on a flight. He comes here. That's he's what would happen. He's got to be ready to roll whenever he gets here. Whenever it gets done, if it, if it gets done sometime in training camp. But, yeah, the optics aren't great. Is they there, aren't great. Is there a point in time you would consider trading him? No. You know, that thought crossed my mind this morning. I was th- thinking. Wait, can I say no? What are you going to get? I'm just asking. I mean, what are you, is, there, is there a price in your mind you're willing to get for, well, for him? Somebody's going to have to give me a first-round pick. Okay. I don't want a first-round pick. I'm but trying to win the Super round, Bowl this year. First-round pick doesn't help me this year. No. That's true. But does that, but in your, in your, in your mind, is no, that, does that never make you feel any better? Never entered my mind. Never did? Never. never felt, felt like you needed No, it? I want him, two years left on his deal, I want him to show up and let's go win a Super Bowl. I'm not thinking about trading him, no. Just brainstorming, I thought this morning, what if they looked at trading him and what would be a match? Yeah. And, you know, people have talked about Duke Johnson, Cleveland, sure. because they've had sure. a, a so-called abundance of running backs. Right. Kareem Hunt is suspended to but start it, the year. But isn't he unhappy with his contract? Right, exactly. And so the point not being, to the level point, not my, to the, yeah. my point yeah. being, yeah. if you did trade him, you have to have somebody who comes in here and performs right now. Aside from Absolutely. draft pick, whatever. I would not propose that at all, you know. So Unless but, you but, think, if, but, but if somebody did offer you a one, you would consider it? No, that's what I would have to have, but, no, but I'm not. Tra- I'm not trading him. You would have to have I'd a make, one and I'd something. Make him to make give me a player too. Yeah. I'd make yeah. him sit in the desert for six months before I trade him. So and let your season go. I don't care. All right, because then so, who's the next guy okay. that's going to be in line say, that wants out of here? Next man up. Let's say <laughs> next man up. All right, right. Let's yeah. next say, man into Jerry's office. Let's say it's 1993 all over again. Okay, mm. and Emmett Smith. He as couldn't as go. Know, oh, he couldn't I, go I, anywhere. I, I know he could, it, but that doesn't. Yeah. That's, not, that's. But that's beside the point right now. Let's say Zeke goes the first two games. All right. And he's not here. The Cowboys lose to the Giants and the Redskins to start the season. Okay. When does push come to shove on this deal? When? See, we don't <laughs> know what they want. We have an idea. Do you? We have an idea that they would like money similar to what the contract in Los Angeles is. That's what I believe. That's what that's national early. reports that's, are. That's, okay, that's, that's, that's what that's, national reports are. Yeah, I, I okay. believe that. Right. I, I don't, if, if you told him, if, if, you, if I could can say. But you that, don't know that. They might want more than that. Okay. I what think, if they okay, want more? Okay, if that's the number. If, if they, they want, want to reset more, the market if for they running want backs. More, and if they Jerry's want. trying to reset the market. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, On the other isn't scale, that what you took from his comment to you? Sunday night. I also took next man up and and we'll be fine. Bit, you know. Mm-hmm. I took well, that as well. Yeah. Okay. So he's injured for two games. Yeah. Well, one game could decide that's this division. Well, you got to deal with it. Well. What are you going to do? You're going to mess up your salary cap for the years to come because somebody held out on you. Because then Amari Cooper's going to hold out, and then Dak Prescott's going to hold out. I know. I sat here and said you can't set a precedent here and just. 
give him whatever he wants Jer- so he gets in camp. Well, that's but why you can't trade him because then he gets what he wants. Jerry on Sunday night said he had a plan in place in case this thing lingers and gets close to the regular season. Alfred what Morris? might that plan be when we come back here on Talking Cowboys? Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com terms and conditions apply you want the most interesting up to the minute dallas cowboys news straight from the star in frisco how about exclusive and on command that's right news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else with our exclusive cowboys content on alexa you can have all the answers secrets stories and more what's stephen jones thinking during a game what's joe looney's favorite pregame meal we take your questions to cowboys players and coaches and you can hear the answers directly back to you just say alexa Open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf found the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean, the fish living there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. (laughs) Oh, we're having so much fun here at Cowboys Camp. Would you like to throw back the curtain and explain and explain to the rest of the class exactly why you're laughing, Mickey? It was like a commercial. I had put my phone down and it was kind of on Rob's, and I said, "Oh, I'll get some juice. Get from some him. juice from that." Do you realize his <laughs> popcorn is two little things amuse him? You know, <laughs> it's twofold, right? Okay. Get your popcorn ready and feed me. There we go. Oh, there. Let's see, there I thought got, that probably got a little went over there. Guys all right, we're on, week, folks. We are yeah. on Periscope, as usual, and yeah. Brian is monitoring things over there. Yeah, I do appreciate that. Thanks, Bill, and I appreciate everybody out there across the world that's listening to us right now. Uh, we've kind of decided we'd like to get you guys more involved, and so I kind of put a, a little message out there. We'd love to take your questions, uh, you know, about the team, things that we might see, things at camp. So if you would, fire them in, and then I'll scroll through them and keep them short if you could. Just got to read little bits. So if you keep them short, that will help me a lot. And then at some point in time, Bill will call for him, and uh, we'll go that direction. Okay. Bye-bye. You can also uh, send me a tweet if you have a question or whatever, at CBS 11 Bill Jones. I'm on Twitter now. Dan Rogers, in fact, says he reminds us that the Saints also have Latavius Murray. They do. They so, absolutely do, yeah. That's true. And one other thing, though, on the flip side of it, the Redskins just added or will add Donald Penn at tackle because of a Trent Williams situation yes, where will. he's not reporting. Now, that sounds like a situation That's where he nasty. may not be long for that city. Yeah. You know, they may move on from him, but they're doing the same thing essentially. It's like, okay, he may be gone a while. Let's bring in somebody else for now. Yeah. So we'll see. But that, that is a bad situation. It's there. a, he yeah, says it's, he'll it's never a lot play stickier. For the Redskins it, again yeah. Because of his um, things with his health and so forth. Uh, all right, the, right before the break, we uh, talked about what uh, Jerry said on Sunday night. He said he had a plan in place. He alluded to it, the fact that he had a plan in place in case this thing lingers. What could that plan possibly be? <laughs> Signing Alfred Morris? That's it. <laughs> no, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I, I, I was told this about – I was told this. 
that when the before the season started, when way back into the draft, going all the way back into the draft, that if they did not get a running back, that Jerry said, "We'll just go get Alfred Morris." That 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 that, that mm. Mickey's right. I mean, I, I know you said it with tongue in cheek. I know, but, but Mickey is actually very. He's right. That that was going to be the plan. If 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 they did not, if they could not add a running back in the draft, but they added two then that was going to be the plan was that they could go sign Alfred Moore. And the other thing is, too, once you get towards the end of preseason, if this thing is still a protracted holdout, I mean, you could see what happens at final cuts. There might still be an opportunity to add another guy if you need to. The thing that's but, scared – I'm sorry, Rob, go ahead. No, and, go ahead. And, and what you got to remember, Jerry has a hard time keeping secrets. Sure does. Mm-hmm. He so has a hard time lying he wanted and keeping to t- secrets. He wanted to tell you, but he just – Veilly told you because <laughs> yeah. it was already top of mind because right. it was already out there. Well, didn't we Morris. talk about it one day, or somebody? We had the discussion about well, Alfred Morris is out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just I could say I just uh, to me I, I'm I'm count me as one of these guys that's worried just because I think Zeke's crazy enough to do this. I think I think well, agent uh, is. yeah or cra- I think he's I think he's one of those guys that could be very stubborn. And I, you know, and, and I, I just don't, I don't, I don't feel like I'm doing this. Is going to sound terrible the way I'm saying. It. I don't think you're dealing with a normal football player here. And normal when I think of conventional thinking. That now maybe the fact and that could be in a very positive way too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but I, and to, I'm not calling Zeke yeah. dumb or anything like that. I'm just saying though, somebody that's very headstrong, somebody that's very much you know on the field, he is he's got this mentality, and then off the field, you're kind of like thinking. Okay, he's got a little crazy side to him, but he's he's holding out two years in advance. I mean, all this stuff like that, and is it calculated? What I I don't know, but, but it, I I worry if your hope has to be that that maybe that Zeke does not want to miss game checks. That's got to be your hope right well, there, be, because he might be crazy enough to hold out the whole year. He might. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, we've seen it in the league before. <laughs> But we had this similar conversation with Demarcus Lawrence. I'm not saying, like you said, Brian, they're not the same guy. Yeah. But we've we had the same fear. Well, if he doesn't get his surgery by this date, and I think finally Demarcus decided he got on the phone with Stephen himself and said, you know, let's figure this out. I want to get the surgery. I want to be ready for the start of the season. Right. Let's go try to win a championship. Do you think Zeke would really? I'm not in his head, but would he really consider his best friend is the quarterback sitting out? this season or many games to miss out an opportunity to go win a title? I, I I just wonder, beyond the financial component, would he really be willing to do that? You're minimizing the influence of the agent. You're blaming it all on Z. The agent works for you. Yeah, but the agent, a lot of these guys listen to their agent till they get to the point where now I'm losing money. The agent's not losing money, right? He made his not money yet. on yeah, Zeke's yeah. on Zeke's first deal. And and, and so yeah, he's going to make money if they get signed, yeah. but a lot of times the agent's got the agent in mind because if he gets a big deal, then I get a big deal, right? And, and, look, he didn't figure this out himself. He was told what to do. You know, let's let's realize that. Just turned 24 years old. He hadn't figured out the economics of a, of a salary, of a salary cap. Do you think he saw it's the, the dr- agent? And he heard what Melvin Gordon did in San Diego, and he goes, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll do that. Do you think he sees the direction, though, this team is going with his career? Do you think he sees that? What do you mean? mean? Running him into the ground. Like a DeMarco Murray. Yeah, just giving him five, you know, 400 touches a year. Oh, I think he understands that he wants to be fed. He does want the ball. He does want the ball. But but he also wants his money to to run the ball. Right. And – he understands that I got to get it now because who knows? And that's why, you know, there's, well, yeah, there's Todd a, Gurley got his deal for one year, and now is he going to be the same back because of that knee issue? So maybe you know? they're maybe they were trying to give him a shorter deal. You know, we don't know. We don't maybe know. they said three years, not five, you know, and then you get a chance to get another contract. That's fine and good if you're healthy and you're not running the ground after three more years. But, you know, they've got his rights for, you know, two more years, so. Okay, the other thing that Jerry said, we talked about a little bit yesterday, but it's now getting run around the nation, ESPN, NFL Network, and so forth, is the quote from Jerry that you don't have to have a rushing champion to win the Super Bowl. I think you should – you have to play, I think, his whole – Right. 
just not that sentence. Exactly. The whole thing. The context and, and, of and, it. And, and, and I, to me, now, I should listen to you guys before I say, but to me what he was saying was not that, oh, I can get any Tom, Dick, and Harry to, to be my running back and we can win a Super Bowl because until Emmett Smith won the rushing title, no rushing guy that won a rushing title won a Super Bowl. There's only been and one other guy, right? And there's only been four, four, and three of them are Emmett. So, yeah, one other guy. Terrell Davis, Terrell one Davis, other guy. Yeah. One other guy, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think what, that's what he was saying. I think what he was saying in, in, in a roundabout way is I don't have to pay top dollar for a rushing champ. I'm trying to reset the market. He's saying, I don't have to pay him Todd Gurley money because I've got these other things to take care of. And I think that was his point on that, not that, ah, like he said, ah, any one of 500 co- coaches could I win think, a Super Bowl I think with maybe this that team. His was, it was a message to, the, to Zeke that, okay, what's more important to you, a rushing championship or a Super Bowl? And what he is saying is, okay, in order to win a Super Bowl, we have to have enough funds left over to field an entire team. Right. Not pay just one player. Because you want to rush to, to reset the, the running back market that or go, whatever. And that goes back, but it goes back to what Tank said to Steven on the phone. It's not my problem. Not my problem. <laughs> yeah. And we got a mailbag question that somebody said, why don't they just get all these guys that are up for a deal potentially in a room and just explain to them what we got to do here? That we got to give a little bit. If you guys want to go win a Super well, Bowl. Well, that's where you talk about agents being involved, too. Yeah. They ought to play a card game. Everybody draw, and then the this highest guy get. <laughs> gets the most money. The next guy yeah. gets the next most money. On my Twitter, at CBS 11, Bill Jones. Steve Niclario says, if you don't need a rushing champ to win a Super Bowl, why did you draft him fourth overall and build a team around him? I believe well, Brian he, asked that yesterday. You don't know he was going to win a rushing championship, but you bought. Well, you expect, if, you're, you, if you're drafting fourth you, overall, you, he's got that ability. You drafted talent. Is what it is. You, you drafted, drafted an elite talent. Player. There's well, other running backs that are talent. Walter Payton was pretty talented, right? Absolutely, he was. All right. So, and I don't know if he won a rushing. He didn't win a rushing championship when the Bears won a Super Bowl. The Bears didn't win many games with him, which was a shame. Him and Barry Sanders had a very similar career that way. Barry Sanders, you know, he yeah. won one. I mean, Detroit didn't win anything. Yeah. This team was very different too when they did draft him. You had a quarterback coming off of injury who was in his late getting to be late 30s you had a defense that was not very good overall and he was going to be kind of the deodorant for everything and he was and he's still you know he was still the focus he was he he was the reason that they they needed ball control to save the defense and that's what his job was and that's why i believe that to help romo but to also make sure that that defense got protected and they've drafted better defensive players since you know so do you feel like that you've changed your attitude about Zeke now? What do you mean? Uh, that he's it, holding out? Yeah, well, I mean, in a way that – do you feel like, okay, they could move on without him, whereas before when he was here that you couldn't play without him? I wouldn't want to play without him. No, so and I'm not sure they would be as good with I, – I haven't seen anybody out there to tell me – that I got a guy that can rush for 1,200 yards. You yeah. haven't been here a week. That's what I'm saying. That's well, why I well, said that. Okay. But now, the, they might be able to, Yeah. but that, like you said, you want to take that chance. You changed? You feel like you've changed? In regard to can they win without him? Yeah, if, if, if Zeke, if we remember, remember how we just, when he was suspended, how we sat here and fought, you know, the league, there are a bunch of SOBs, you know, gosh, how can you do this to Zeke? Yeah. Everything we've ever talked about has been positivity about Zeke and how he's played. Yeah. And now I feel like as a, as a whole, everybody's like, ah, Nah, you can. Yeah, you'll be okay. You don't need a. You don't need this. You don't need that. Why? Why have we changed? Okay. Why have we changed our attitude? Because he's. Is it because he's holding out? I honestly haven't changed my attitude on it. I really haven't. And this may sound like a cop out, but I don't. I don't blame him for I mean, wanting we're more money. Like it's going to be okay that we play without Z. I didn't no, say that. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that one bit. When he's on the field, I feel like this team can score at any time. You feel like they should pay him then? I think they should pay him what they can afford to pay him. Yes. Okay. Should but what should is his value him? then? Should yeah. they, I think a case can certainly be made that he should be making basically whatever. Twelve. No, Todd Gurley money. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion. Well, from an agent's point of view, it's like, well, yeah, I'm the rushing champ, 
what's the highest salary right now? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's there go above is. that. I mean, that's just natural agent thinking. That's what probably Zeke's thinking himself. So you think, but, well, then why have a contract? Oh, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, he signed it. But, but there's he contracts. He should have signed are, a three-year deal instead of a five-year deal. Contracts are broken every day. Well, that's fine, but I don't have to break it. You know, it's just well to, for him to play. Wait, 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 wait a second. The rules in the NFL for a first-round draft pick, the the club has your option. Right. He's going to get nine million dollars next years. year, right. yeah, right. if they want it. That's yeah. what I'm so, saying. Yeah. But so, if you don't like it, you don't have to play. You can go play in the what's the new league that's starting up? <laughs> the XFL. XFL. <laughs> go to Canada. <laughs> I just think the narrative about Zeke has gone from a draft dodger. Has gone from. Man, you got to have him to like. Buddy's head. You know, I, 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 I was, was listening I, to Brian. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I heard what you said. <laughs> I, you know, I think the narrative about him has gone from, you know, people just saying, oh my gosh, you can't play without him, to, oh, it's okay. How much you know, has his off the field stuff played into that with some fans? See, we, we don't know. We don't know we're, that. We're, I think fans are tired I hear of the some chirping. Yeah, on yeah, but or Brian, the fans aren't running the no, no, show. No, I know, I know, Mickey. And those I are know, the people you're talking about, well, Mickey. We don't know. Maybe the front office is thinking the same thing. No. Maybe the front office is saying, "Listen, we're tired of dealing with this. I think I'm tired they, of helping you with legal fees or getting, uh, you know, counsel." They understand for, how important he is to what's going on on this I think team. So. I think so too. But they can't fool themselves. However. Now, the only difference between now and 2017, basically, is the defense is better. So that gives you a chance, right? He was drafted to make hopefully get the defense better, I think. Well, the defense, he can't get the defense off the field. Uh, and then this offense, is the, the receiving core is deeper, I think, than it ever has been. And your quarterback could take a leap forward this year. And that's what you're that's hoping the big for. Key. That's, that's that's the I mean, major look, key. When he but, wasn't here, if you were a defensive coordinator, what are you doing? Dak and Dez are not going to beat me. Now find a way to beat me. That they were going to make sure that didn't happen, and they did. Yes, me. I feel like that Zeke is more important contractually than Dak because I trust I trust what I see with Zeke more than I trust what I see with Dak. Does that make sense? I'm just saying you. No, no. I'm just saying me. I'm just saying me. Dak is not Tom Brady. Absolutely not. Right? But you're somebody's going to say, about, well, about look, to at, give him $30 million. Look, at, look at New England. Look at New England. They win, and they don't have a running back every year. They change They drafted the first-round running back. But the, Shoney but, Michelle is a first-round running back. But they didn't have him last year, they right? They did. Super Bowl. They won him Super he Bowl. He got back. So, Sony Michelle was Well, they still did it by committee. Get ready. Yeah, it was committee, But though. get ready. Get ready. New England, when everybody else is going to play spread offense and throw the ball and all that, New England is going to go the other way. They're going to line up <laughs> and wham the ball down your throat. Well, and they drafted the guy from Alabama this year, Damian Harris, yeah. who's uh, he right. the first rounder, but he was close. Yeah. And um, he, might be, he might be better than the first rounder who's, that was from Alabama. Who's, we'll pound, who's pound for pound the best player on this team? Pound, pound for, for pound. pound for pound, just best player. So, so does that make it a trick question, pound for pound? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like do heavyweights count? Sure. Some will say Zach Martin. I'd say Zach Martin, and I would put Zeke second below him. So that's my answer. Like he's still very important to what this thing is. Yeah. And 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 Kellen Moore has told us. I mean, we're our foundation is still our foundation. Right. I mean, they're not going to just sling it sixty times a game, even if Dak does take a step forward. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, they they need him. He knows that. But Mickey's right, too. I mean, it's got to work. It's got to work under the cap. Oh, because sure they, they've got – I mean, they've got other guys coming up down the line, too, in a couple years. Why would I Defensive feel, why would I feel better paying Zeke than I would Dak? Well, you're going to end up paying them both. I'm going to pay one thirty over $30 million, though. Well, Zeke has been at the top of his position for three years now. Absolutely. I mean, he is yeah. – and that that's why – they're in this situation right now. Right. Uh, and I'll say it till day I die. How many touchdowns did Alfred Morris score in 2017? We'll have that answer for you when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... 
Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at otterbox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Bill, this is your last chance. Your Steel Week offer expires tonight. And that's a five-piece steel for only $40. Jack Black offers free shipping if you order more than 35 So that means the steel is free. We call it the Jack Black All Trades. You call it a steel. Five-piece steel week set for $40. You get cool moisture body lotion, true volume thickening shampoo, pure clean daily facial cleanser, double duty face moisturizer, and that bar of charcoal body soap. When can they get it to me? They better hurry up and do it right now. Because I need it in my hotel here in Oxnard. Well, free shipping. I'm relying on hotel Mm, I think it has to come from Frisco, though. Well, that's why I'm asking. Oh, no, Addison, I need it. Actually. I need it here by Thursday. And today's Tuesday. Uh-huh. You better ship it home. Uh. <laughs> so go to getjackblack.com <laughs> for the steal of the week. All right, uh, an update good, from Periscope. It? Yeah, a uh, question from Periscope is, I'll give you one of them. There were some. Thanks for everybody participating. Could continue to fire in if you might. Uh, they want to know, uh, do you think Amari might sign first? be a smart move for him. He's in camp. Yes, and he was talking to Amari yesterday on the field. Mm -hmm. Chance that he might sign. You said yesterday you thought that that it would be I always thought he would be the first one. Because because it lowered the cap numbers and stuff. He saves them cap value for this year. Hey, I I think it's always been just, hey, get in there. If you can get a deal done, we'll make a deal with you. And then there's there's a certain amount of money, and let's, you know, let's go whoever. It's not necessarily a a pure pecking order, although I think getting Dak done – before the season's a priority. I, I agree with you on that. Guys want to know out there, they say, what do you guys think the starting D-line will be with Lawrence healthy? That'd be for the Giants game. Um, Tyrone Crawford at the other end? At the oh, right end? Or Robert yeah. Quinn? Well, that, I think that's the only one that's up in the air. Because you got Antoine and Malik inside. Yeah. And Tristan Hill behind Malik. Uh, I think uh, this uh, – Covington is going to be a player just looking at him. Thanks, Mickey. I appreciate you Didn't see him that. in the one-on-ones, though, yesterday. Yeah. No, they, looking held forward him, to that. they held him out, but he was in the team, some yeah. of the yep. team sessions. Yep. Well, he's coming back from the calf, so maybe right. they're easing him in. Yep. Uh, and then you're going to have Armstrong, and Taco's got to get going. 
Yeah. But he's got a guaranteed contract, so he has a little bit of a net. His base salary is guaranteed this year. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to, you know, eat that and not have a player. you got to keep be careful on how much dead money you eat. And then, you know, Jalen Jelks, let's see it. Kerry yep. Hyder. And Hyder, I forgot. I knew I was forgetting something. Yep. Joe Jackson had an interception yesterday. Yes, he did because Rico mm. dropped the ball had into some skillets, interception. Had some skillets there yesterday. One more question. If Gosh, you guys how, many, how, many, how many interceptions do you think Dak has from drop balls being picked off? That was Mike White. That was a yeah, Mike, I know, that was but I'm just saying. He oh, had yeah. a few in that first half of the season last yes. year. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, a couple. Final question here, if I could, before we get, let Bill answer some questions as well. Who needs to have a good camp to stay on the roster, on the defensive line or offensive line? Off Or offensive line? Yeah, I think you kind of talked about the defensive line. We can maybe talk about the offensive line. I think Looney's spot is safe yep. as, Not, as I mean, a swing yeah. guy yeah, inside. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Adam Redman, Suofilo. I think Suofilo. I think, yeah. I think Suofilo yeah. would be a guy, too. See, they worry about his weight. He gets too heavy. He gets too heavy. He looks like he gets too heavy. The way he moves sometimes, he then gets he's too moved heavy. around the league a little bit. Okay, now. one more question then. More likely to have a breakout, Dorrance Armstrong or Xavier Woods? Hmm. Well, Xavier Woods gave a little shot to Jason Witten yesterday. Yes, he did. <laughs> since, since, since Woods started 16 games last year right. and Armstrong barely played to break out, you got to come from nowhere. So I think it would be Armstrong because I think well, if, Woods is not a if breakout. If Woods is breaking out, he's breaking out into the Pro Bowl. Yeah. How's that? Okay. Oh, I like it. Rob, you thinking the same way? Woods, yeah, but I, I I just like watching Dorrance rush the passer, man. I, I, I he's got he's an explosive pass rusher. Like I think you give him more reps, you're going to see him really rise. Okay. Mm, what about one. Witten? Can he have a breakout? Can he season? breakout year. Breakout from nowhere. Comeback player of the year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm still. All right, Bill, I'm still kind of going through. Yeah, you want to keep, continue? Keep, keep going. Okay, how about one more then? I'll go one more with you then. I'm uh, sorry, I'm, uh, this is like I'm, technology kills me right now. <laughs> what player would you like to have their first Pro Bowl? What player would you like to see have their first opportunity at the Pro Bowl? Hmm. That's, That's a good one. Cusp of the Pro Bowl. And, and I got one. Okay. Go for it, Mickey. You just fire it out if you want. That's oh, that's oh. a great thing about radio. A woozier. Mm. Ah, mm. I like that. I like Which, it. by the way, yes, <laughs> he amazed me the other day on the little run around the goalpost. Yeah. He goes leaping up into the air, and he hits his head on the crossbar of the goalpost. Let me ask you this, Bill. Wait. Did he really? Bill, I'm, I'm new to the holding the boom mic uh-huh. in. <laughs> you were there when I asked, Bill I asked at, Jeff Heath about it yesterday. That's what I'm saying. Bill asked the one guy that would have zero reaction to uh-huh. that. Bill goes, what do you think about Awuzier hitting his head on the goal? And Jeff Heath looks at him like, he wasn't impressed. It's like pretty athletic. And then Bill's having to follow up like, well, yeah, he's kind of amazing, isn't it? And he kind of goes, yeah, it is. No, he, did, he did say, <laughs> you did. You I think there's a lot of guys could, that Yeah, that you asked that. the one guy that has right. zero reaction. <laughs> that was the first DB sh- we talked to. You should have asked me, right? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, I've never seen that before. I mean, just think about that. I mean, you're you're basically hitting your head. Uh, at, you're six foot tall, and you hit your head on the rim of the so basket. How, well, that's I mean the goal. The crossbar ten, foot is ten right, yeah. feet. Yeah. So that's a forty eight inch vertical. Well, we've seen where basketball the players almost do. Yeah, that, but right? they're six nine. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's his vertical? Forty eight. His well, that would be a forty eight vertical, but it's with a running start. Right. Okay. Now his vertical at the com- yeah. his vertical at the combine was thirty four. His broad jump was eleven feet. So this is a combination had, of a broad yeah. and a vertical. Yeah, he had a good practice yesterday, by the yeah. way. Awuzie yeah. did. Yeah, they threw on big. they threw on him a couple of times, and he was right there on it. So hey, let's get some picks and make the Pro Bowl this year. That's right. That would be okay. good. That would be the difference. They're mm-hmm. asking the background noise once again. It's oh. the Sander. Sander Sandblaster. Next, the Sander next door. Sorry about that, the, folks. The Jerry said it's that damn drill that's out yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's a Sander. <laughs> they're, 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 they're building stuff next hey, door, so sorry about that, If folks. you want to pick for the first Pro Bowl that yeah. I would like to see, how about Malik Collins? I mean, I don't. That's a he, good one. He'd have to get his sack totals up, obviously, but when he's healthy, he's been really good for them. I just I wish him good health. I wish yeah. him a, a full, healthy season and see what he can do. Yep. Yeah. 
I'm with you on that. How many touchdowns did Alfred Morris score in 2017 with the Cowboys, Mickey? That was your question before we took a break. I believe in five starts in 14 games, he had 115 carries for 547 and one touchdown. One touchdown. He averaged 4.8 yards a carry. Okay. But he mm. had. How many yards a carry did Zeke average the last two years? Okay. And how many touchdowns did he have? <laughs> he had more. Yeah. Yes. One. Had. Well, Alfred had one, yeah. Yes. Zeke had six last year, seven the year before, and 15 in 2016. Yeah, red, red zone, zone red offense. Zone. Right. What did, what did you argue in 2017? Defenses played them differently with Alfred in the game, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because he couldn't beat them. Zeke can beat you. And and what was Kellen <laughs> and what was Kellen Moore's answer to what do you have to do better in the red zone to improve? He said, run the ball better. Yeah. Run the ball better. And if you run the ball better inside the twenty, then that means maybe you're running the ball better inside the ten. Because you gotta knock somebody off the ball and off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And they didn't do a very good job of that last year. So the point is, this is not going to be a Skywars offense. That's right. <laughs> Kellen Moore calling the play. I like that. Skywars. You know, it's not like this. that's something new. What's that? That movie came out in 77. <laughs> so I misspoke. I don't think you knew. I, I didn't know what Star Wars I'm worried was. about you, yes. <laughs> I, I invented my own term. It okay. was Skywars. Okay. Luke, All right, Luke Starwalker. By That's the way, right, they yeah. think Blake Jarwin is going to be a breakout guy. Mm. Guys talking about Blake Jarwin. I didn't there. think the guys might yeah. be right. Yeah, good for them. Yeah. And he just needs the opportunity, I think. Jason Garrett kind of sounds like he, Absolutely. he thinks they might be right, I'm too. telling you, this two-tight end offense is going to be back to where it used to be with the, those two guys on the field. Back when Martellus and Jason. <laughs> yeah, Martellus and, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got uh, – we have a two-minute warning yet? Uh, About three minutes. Three-minute warning. All right, what do we expect on the practice field today? It's going to be great seeing Travis Frederick out More there. More drill. Uh, yeah, uh, Travis Frederick. Yes. Yes. Want to see that. Mm -hmm. Want to see if – I don't know if they're going to put him in the one-on-one -on -one pass rush drill, but I think he's going to get in team. They might give him one or two reps in it, uh, but I just want to see him stand up and hold somebody off. Yeah. That's coming full speed. In training camp live today, we're going to focus on the team period. So we'll focus in on Travis Frederick, have uh, some video up for you guys to see him and how he's battling inside. Those uh, inside guys did a nice job yesterday, the, the human log, and then also Collins. There was some battling going on in with those. Connor Williams, those guys. I mean, Connor Williams, I'll tell you what, Connor Williams on a pass. You see the pass that Connor Williams tried? He tried to jump. I think he was trying to jump, um, he was trying to jump uh, a rookie. He was trying to jump Hill. And Hill kind of swum around him a little bit. He was trying to short set him is what he was trying to do. So next time, Connor said, oh, okay, I'm not going to short set you. I'm going to set back and do what I'm supposed to do. You know but what I want to see? I want to see if, if if Reggie Davis is a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Can he be consistent? There well, you go. And you notice the other thing is he's gotten some punt return reps back there. Sure maybe has. trying to give him some more to do, you know. Uh, if he, The more you can do, maybe try to earn that roster spot. Yep. All I know is he can fly. Yep. Well, we saw it. I think he had like three touchdown catches in one of those OTAs. Yes. You yeah. know, he can move. That's when we fig we finally realized he was there. Mm -hmm. He had been there all last year, and yeah. I don't think anybody knew who he looked like. Can Cooper Rush also build on that good day? Yes. There you go. Yes. Got to be go. consistent. That's yep. the deal in yep. training camp. Yep. By the way, we will have the Cowboys blue-white scrimmage on Sunday. Yeah, mm -hmm. got that rundown mm -hmm. this morning. A, yeah, a part of that. Uh, so we'll talk about that as the week goes on. That's it for Talking Cowboys for today. A reminder, Jason Garrett is at 3 o'clock Central Time, 1 o'clock Pacific Time. We'll check you next time. Get your popcorn ready. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!